easier to understand. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God. I'm in Hebrews chapter 9. Now, even the first covenant had regulations for worship and an earthly place of holiness. For a tent was prepared, the first section in which were the lampstand and the table and the bread of the presence. It is called the holy place. Behind the second curtain was a second section called the most holy place, having the golden altar of incense and the ark of the covenant covered on all sides with gold, in which was a golden urn holding the manna, and Aaron's staff that budded, and the tablets of the covenant. Above it were the cherubim of glory overshadowing the mercy seat. Of these things we cannot now speak in detail. These preparations having thus been made, the priests go regularly into the first section, performing the ritual duties, but into the second only the high priest goes, and he but once a year, and not without taking blood, which he offers for himself and for the unintentional sins of the people. Again, unintentional, remember this, for the unintentional sins of the people. By this, the Holy Spirit indicates that the way into the holy places is not yet opened as long as the first section is still standing, which is symbolic for the present age. According to this arrangement, gifts and sacrifices are offered that cannot perfect the conscience of the worshiper, but deal only with food and drink and various washings, regulations for the body imposed until the time of reformation. So here, what is he doing? He's listing in kind of like, not full details, but in, in, in some, some kind of details, the, 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 the tabernacle, right? And he's saying that it was there, there was a lampstand, there was the, 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 the altar, and there was the, the, the holy place, and then the holy of holies. And then as, as you can see that all these things were not, were what? Not sufficient. And not even, not, not just not sufficient, it was also what? Not open for everyone, right? So the tabernacle, the holy is only the priest, and the holy of the holies is only? The high priest, right? Where that is the place that God told Moses and told the people that this is where I will dwell, right? So the place that God kind of sanctified and, and specified for his dwelling was not accessible to, to the people. Right? So he's bringing this fact again, saying because again, the details here, because of what? Because they are aware of those things. You know, once you know you 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 tell them the, the, the ark and the manna and the Aaron's staff, these are very important and very uh, rich things to them. So he's saying with all that glory, it is what there's nothing. It is nothing, it was not sufficient. It was not sufficient. But here is there is something that's in, important here to, to, to look at in this verse, which is verse eight. What does it mean? Okay, read it one more time during. Yes. What is by this? So again, by this, the Holy Spirit indicates that the way into the holy places is not yet opened as long as the first section is still standing. What does that mean? What do you think? Okay. 
and that is where the people and the bread of the presence. So that's and that's called just the holy food. And then the second section is the mystery. He's not talking about section in the tabernacle. He's talking about it has something to do with so the verse before talks about the priest and unintentional sins. And then I remember you telling us about the high priest and before they can do like the Okay. Is there something to do with where it says where it says the first tabernacle or whatever it says? Okay. Is that something to do with saying like the first priest or the high priest and try to say needs to go away before everything else changes and when it says the first holy, the second holy, the second holy of Christ. The second, yes. So that's, he's comparing that time with the time of Christ, right? So he is saying that with, when the Holy Spirit is, is saying that, that it is, uh, nobody can enter other than the holy, than the high priest, that's, he's saying that the Holy Spirit, the text is saying that this place is not available yet, right? Yes. Okay. The here is what is he saying? By this, what is by this? Let's read before that. But into the second only, let's read before that. From six. These preparations having thus been made, the priests go regularly into the first section. Okay. So the priests are always only allowed to go into the first section, performing their ritual duties. But into the second only the high priest goes, and he but once a year and not without taking blood, which he offers for himself and for the unintentional sins of the people. By this, by this, which is what, what's above, the two verses that's above, that, you know, that there is, the, the place is limited, whether to the first or the second. All this, all this is limited. Don't, don't get confused by the first section and the second section. The whole idea that the place, the presence of God is limited to only certain people. So by this, the Holy Spirit indicates that the way into the holy places, holy places here is what? Heaven. We're not talking about, about the, the, the tabernacle anymore. By this, the, the Holy Spirit indicates that the, the way into the holy places is not yet open, as long as the first section is still standing. Here the first section is what? The first, the tabernacle. The tabernacle, exactly. So is he getting into like the Old Testament? Exactly. Exactly, because right before that in chapter 8, last time we talked about the better covenant, that the covenant that, that, that God gave to the people after receiving the Torah was not enough, right? They received the Torah, and if you remember, they said what? When, when Moses said that you have to abide by this and this and that, and all the people said, we will, remember? We will, but then obviously they couldn't, right? So the second, the new covenant is what God said, I will, right? I will change your heart. I will be your God. You will be my people. I will remove this. I will engrave my, 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 my commandments in your heart. So the second covenant is all God's work in us. Right? So he is saying in the same way, because of that, all those what you are looking at, which is the, 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 the earthly sanctuary is not and was not enough to do what? To bring you to, to the holy places, 
to the to God's presence, right? So he's saying that the spirit, by saying that, was indicating that there is what more. There is a better again, right? Hold on to, to, to what you believe in because there is something better that will open the holy places to, 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 to what? To everyone, right? To everyone, every time, every place, no restrictions, nothing, right? So that's what he's talking about here. That again, you cannot go back again to the old way of worship. Why? Because all that was not sufficient, right? Was not sufficient. That's what he's talking about, right? By this, the Holy Spirit indicates that the way into the holy places is not yet open as long as the first section is still standing. Why is he bringing the Holy Spirit in the midst of all this? So he's talking about about tabernacle, about all those rituals, about about the old high priest, about the new high priest. But then he puts in, which you, he can find it odd, text that he kind of, you know, uh, insert, if I may say that, the Holy Spirit in that whole text. Why is that? So we don't get rid of like the old ways and the Holy Spirit doesn't have a way to get into the way where it can't be accessed. The Holy Spirit is not just the comforter, but the Holy Spirit is the teacher, right? And he is the one that, that gives, that teaches and opens the, the, the eyes of the heart, right? So the, the, the life giver, as we call him, right? So saying that, that in order to, 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 to again, he's, he's building the case up to the faith, right? What is the faith? Or what is, where is the faith coming from, if I may say that? The faith, the faith is what? Holy Spirit, one of the fruit of the Holy Spirit, right? So it's saying that, remember, that what you need to hold on to is the faith, right? And that faith will never come out of what? Of anything. It's not going to come out of practice. It's not going to come out of, of, of reading a book. It's not going to come because I'm convincing myself. The faith is the fruit of the Holy Spirit, right? And that's very important to us because that has a huge meaning for us right now. Okay, Abuna, I don't have faith. My faith is weak, right? How can I believe that God is going to do this and this and this and that? Okay, where would the faith come from? Pray for it. Because it is actually what it's given by the Holy Spirit, right? The same thing as what? As love, right? Like, you know, I don't know how to love God. Okay. I fast the 55 days. I fast all the fastings. I do everything, but still my love is very weak. Right? Don't we say that? What's the problem here? Exactly as the Hebrews problem. Leaving Christ and going to the rituals. Again, I'm not saying the rituals are wrong. But, but what will ignite that love in our hearts? as it's written in Romans 5, 5. The Holy Spirit, the love of God is poured in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. And that's why if you go back again to our, our great St. Anthony's letters, right? He always, he always talked to his people to do what his disciples. Exactly. Ask for the fire spirit because the fire spirit will ignite your heart, right? 
when you are filled with the power of the Holy Spirit and with the fire of the Holy Spirit, the, 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 he talks about the heavy and the heaviness of the, of the, of the commandments would become what? Sweet and light. Right? How can that be? How can that be? I was just, just contemplating about, about something the other day, uh, which is the, the, you know, you know, here we are in the, in the season of, of, of Thanksgiving and food and of, of excitement, right? And, and uh, just compare, I was just comparing myself, like, okay, how much I'm excited to eat, for example, whatever dish, and how much I'm excited to actually spend some time with the, with the scripture, right? Like, Abuna, I can't make that comparison. Yes, why? It's actually, it, it's like slaps me on my face, right? I'm so excited to go out and eat sushi, for example, right? Let, let's, let's be clear. Let's be, 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 be open about it, right? Isn't that what happened? I know. <laughs> I just ate sushi, that's why. <laughs> but it's very relevant. If I, if, I, if I kind of evaluate myself and examine myself, the amount of excitement to eat sushi, versus the amount of excitement to sit with my Bible, it's a shame. I'm, I'm, I'm confessing, this is me. Why is that? And how can that change? Otherwise, again, God is not relevant, it's irrelevant. If I'm so much holding on to the things that I can see, the things that will actually make me feel good, I'm saying that God is a second, third, fourth, fifth, whatever level he is. And that's exactly what this, what, this, what this chapter is talking about. You are so in love with, with, with the tabernacle, with the gold and the design and everything. Well, you have much better than that. You have Christ himself. So how come you leave Christ and go to the old? Whatever that old is. Whatever that old is. So how can we reach that? Again, I'm not saying this to make us feel bad. I'm just saying, okay, there's no hope in us. No, there is better hope, as he said. The idea is to do what? Hmm? Recognize first that there is something wrong, right? Don't say, no, that's what it is. I'm okay the way I am. You know, everybody's doing the same thing. This is this. Again, don't say that this is irrelevant. Don't say that God is asking so much for me and I cannot do it. So let's just settle with what I have. He's lucky that I'm spending five minutes with him. We, we, we think this way sometimes. And that's what the full chapter is all about as we'll, see, as we'll continue to read here. It's saying, you know, don't, don't get so much you know, uh, amazed with, with the things that you built with your own hand, right? And leave the, the original, leave the builder, leave the architect himself. Exactly. If you know, if you have an architect who built, designed a beautiful, beautiful story, and you are so much with the with the building, and you forget about the the mind that's behind it, the talent that's behind it, the beauty that's behind it. That's exactly what we do. So the idea again of this is recognize that. Number two is recognize that we will never be able to reach this unless unless that is coming from from him. So that's, that's, that's why we need to continuously fight that fight. We can never give up at one point and say, what? I cannot do this anymore. Or this is, this, is, this is good enough for me. This is, you know, God is good. He knows, he's merciful. He knows, you know, I cannot do it and just settle for what we have. No, 
Yes, he's merciful, but we cannot settle for what we have. And that's exactly what he's talking about. Don't, don't you know, so be so much amazed with the things that you built with your own hand, which are the what? The shadow of the things, not, not, not even the thing. Shadow of the thing. If you see someone that's, you know, just imagine, it's crazy. If you see someone that you, 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 you're waiting for and you, 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 you want to meet and you haven't seen for a, while, for a while and you see him in the sun and you're just so much amazed at the shadow and you leave the person. Like, oh, you're crazy. You're talking to yourself. Can I just talk to the shadow and leave the person? <laughs> it's easier to talk to the shadow. The shadow doesn't talk back to you. <laughs> right? it's, it's simpler. It's easier. Right? It doesn't need any energy, it doesn't need any fight. But at the end of the day, you're crazy. Sorry. <laughs> I'm crazy. That's you. But if I keep talking to a shadow, you know, there is only one explanation of that. I'm crazy. <laughs> so that's what he's talking about here. Again, the Holy Spirit indicates that the way, so the Holy Spirit who indicates that this is not enough is the same Holy Spirit is telling us now what. Believe in what you cannot see, right? That's why he's inserting the Holy Spirit in the midst of a text that's very, very complicated. And there is no point of, or there's no room for the Holy Spirit in the text, right? He's just comparing things to things. But you know, he's, he's, he's pointing at the key for that. The key to leave this, the, 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 the shadow and look at the real is what? Is the Holy Spirit. That's why we pray in the Holy Spirit, in the, in the, in the, in the, in the prayers of the baptism, for example. You know? Open the eyes of our understanding. Right? Open the eyes of our hearts. Right? Why is that? Because there is no way I can see this other away from the Holy Spirit that will give us that illumination. would be the illumination, right? Enlightenment. So with that, with that section uh, and just comparing between, between those things, again, he goes on to, to, to let's, okay, let's look at what's better. And that, that's why in verse 11, he goes on with the, but when Christ appeared, right? So he's now comparing the, 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 the tabernacle with, with Christ, right? Again, the heavenly sanctuary. Should we continue? Any questions so far? Why was the tabernacle so exclusive in the Old Testament? Right? Because of, of the sin of the, of the people, right? You know, before that, God was with them. But then he said, no, and what, you know, you have to, like he said it at one point, like, you know, how can, 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 can God find a place for himself to dwell in? No, he's all over the place. But because of the sin of the people, he said, okay, no, you need to specify a place. That's my dwelling. And I will be there with the pillar of the, the cloud and the, and, the, and the fire, right? This is my presence. And even with that, not everybody is able to come and enjoy that. People could just stand from, from outside. So because of the sin and because of God's nature as the holy, right? He said, no, you cannot, I cannot just be with you all the time. 
Yes, I am with you and I'm everywhere, but I will need to define a place. That's where you come and offer. So that's basically basically all because of of how they were thinking and dealing and behaving with with God. So that's why there is some somewhere that is very very holy, right? And the high priest will go in there as representing a representative for the whole people and will offer for himself first and then for the sins of the people, right? And it's very if you read it in Leviticus. It's very, very, very detailed direction and instructions, what to do. And you bring this and then you go in and then you wash and then you go back again and then you slaughter another one and then you take the, the two, the two uh, bulls and then you let one run into the desert and you, somebody will kill it away and then the other one will you kill it in front of the altar. And then another thing, which is the red cow, then you find the red cow and then you burn it. And it's so complicated, so complicated. And that's what he's trying to do to, to say like what it wasn't just easy thing as we have right now. Right. But, so before they had the building, the tabernacle first, yes. That's the tabernacle. Tabernacle, Himtel Ekhtima, that's the tent. Yeah. What, what is the, oh, that's the Ark of the Covenant. the of the Covenant, which was in the Holy of Holies. Okay. Yes. Yeah. But like when they were moving the tabernacle, what's happening? Yeah, like no one, 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 like no that's the Ark of the Covenant. Yes, later on. Yes, yeah. But the Ark of the Covenant was part of the Holy of the Holies, right? And it all had curtains, it all had different design and all those things, but it was portable, right? As they were moving in the wilderness uh, towards their, their journey. Yeah. That's the Ark of the Covenant. Yes, the Ark of the Covenant is not only not anyone, and you cannot touch it. Just touch it from the rings, and 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 only the people from certain tribe and so forth. Yes, yes, definitely. Yes. So it would be exposed. When they move, yes, like what they did with Joshua, for example, that the 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 the, the, the priest were holding it, and then they they jumped into the river, and then the river stopped, and then they moved behind after it, right? Yeah, so they can see it. Yes, but they nobody touched. Yes, it touches. So this is all before. So again, he's trying to give them that idea, that, that mindset, like how can you hold on to something that was just what? A shadow. And you leave the original, right? So that's why in, in the next chap, next passage, here he goes, then this is now what Christ has done for us. So from verse 11. But when Christ appeared, so before that, he's saying that in, in, in verse nine, again, uh, according to this arrangement, gifts and sacrifices are offered that cannot perfect the conscience of the, the worship. All those things could not even what? Purify, could not perfect, could not cleanse, could not do anything, could not do anything, but deal only with food and drink and various washings, regulations for the body imposed until the time of reformation. Where is the time of the reformation? When Christ. So then he continues, but when Christ 
appeared as a high priest of the good things that have come than through the greater and more perfect tent. Not made with hands that is not of his, of this creation. And there is, there is a beautiful, beautiful contemplation about this, that, that the, the, what is he talking about here? Through the greater and more perfect tent, the body of Christ. Right? Because as St. Paul says later on, that we, as long as we are in this tent, right? So he's comparing the actual tabernacle with the body of Christ being in the flesh. So seeing that he came as a high priest of the good things that have come, then through the greater and more perfect tent, he entered once for all into the holy places, not by means of the blood of goats and calves, but by means of his own blood, thus securing an eternal redemption. For if, he, for if the blood of goats and bulls and the sprinkling of defiled persons with the ashes of a Hyper sanctify for the purification of the flesh, how much more will the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without blemish to God, purify our conscience from dead works to serve the living God? Okay. If those things did that, how much would the blood of Christ? Therefore, he is the mediator of a new covenant so that those who are called may receive the promised eternal inheritance. It goes back again to the new covenant. Right? So the new covenant here, he links the new covenant with what? With the sacrifice. Right? Because he's saying not through the blood of bulls, not through the blood of goats, but through the blood of Christ. And that blood became the what? The covenant. That's why we say in the liturgy, right? This is this, but is for the new covenant. So that covenant is, you know, what in the beginning, the first time there was a covenant. What was it about? When Abraham was talking to God, and what did he do? No, before that. Exactly, exactly. He said, "Bring, bring a, 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 a bull or an animal, slaughter it, cut it into into two halves, put it on the ground, and." walk between so that's the covenant why because if that means that if somebody breaks the covenant he will what he, what will happen to him will happen to, like what happened to the to the to the life to the sacrifice that's the whole idea of the covenant in the blood so the the covenant is through the blood right you know that story or not well let's read it Okay, a few Genesis verse or chapter what? Beginning, I think it's twelve, uh, fifteen. 
Okay. Okay, go ahead and read it. Nine. Verse eight, verse seven, <laughs> verse seven. Genesis 15 from verse seven till uh, 11. Somebody can read. And he said to him, I am the Lord who brought you out of her of the Chaldeans to give you this land to inherit. And he said, Lord God, how shall I know that I will inherit it? So he said to him, Bring me a three-year-old piper and a three-year-old female goat, a three-year-old ram, and a third of dove from your own kitchen. Then he brought all these to him and cut them in two down the middle and placed each piece opposite the other, but he did not cut the birds in two. And when the vultures came down on the carcasses, Abram drove, drove them away. So what happened here is he asked him to take all those and to cut them in half and to walk. As this is the covenant this is the promise because abraham said how can i know that this will happen to me right so seeing that this this what what will 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 uh secure the promise right hmm? it was it was a, a a habit at that time between people that when the when the when the when there is a promise, when there is a covenant, uh, like as we shake hands, for example, now that they will do this, right? So it was it was a known uh, practice to kill and to split, to split it into half and to walk through it, as as he's saying that whoever will will break that covenant, that's what will happen to to him, right? That you will you will be cut, right? So it's 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 a that's why the, the, the covenant itself in Hebrew is, it means cut. To cut a promise. So the actual word of, 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 of promise in the, in, or the covenant in the Old Testament is, has, the, has the meaning of to cut because of that, because you're cutting, right? And this is the promise and this is the symbol of that, right? And that is through the blood. So now when the Lord comes and says what the new covenant is through, not the blood of heifer or goats or whatever, that's through the blood of Christ. So how can you not trust in that? How can you not believe in that? Again, going back to the building up to the case of the faith, right? If Abraham believed because there was, a, there was a promise through animals, right? So what about the promise that is through the blood of Christ himself? And that's what he's talking about here. Right? And that's very important for us to understand and to remember to, 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 to think about it all the time, right? When the time comes that we are down, the time comes we, we're doubting God's plan, we're doubting God's protection, we're doubting God's love and God's forgiveness. Remember, like, no, I had a covenant with you. And that's why, that's why we, we, we pray this every, every liturgy, right? The blood for the new covenant, new covenant. It's, it's, not, it's not just a symbol. No, we're actually bringing again the actual sacrifice one more time. And we're reliving the actual thing again. I might have said this the last time, but, but 
some of you might heard that in Greek, there is a verb that's called aorist, which, which the verb actually is beyond the time. So all the verbs are like past or present or future, right? In Greek, there is a very, very unique verb that, that is not de de defined by time, but it's by action. It's called aorist verb. And if you look at the actual uh, texts of, of Matthew, when the Lord said, eat my body and drink my blood, the eat and drink is in that verb, the hours. It's not like just, okay, do it one time. It's a continuous. That's the actual verb. And it's very, very, very amazing when you look at it this way because it's totally have a different meaning. It's not like, okay, no, you just eat it one time and, and no, it's like continue to eat. It's, it's the verb beyond the Beyond the time, let, let me let me read to you the actual uh, actual um, definition of that verb. Um, because it's it's important to understand this, and it's important to really look at it and see exactly what does that mean. So, so when he said, "Eat my body and drink my blood," he's actually saying that in the uh, uh, original in the uh, what they called the hourist verb. The hourist verb, just definition like Greek grammar, it's characterized by its emphasis on punctual action. It's 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 emphasis on the action, not on the time. All the verbs are characterized or or, or focusing on the time. I ate. I will eat. I shall eat. I I I'm eating. Right. So that's what. The time, but that particular verb is more focused on the action. So it says in in the in the in the grammar definition of the hourist that is the concept of the verb is considered without regard of past, present, or future times. There is no regard on the past, present, or future. It's just the action, the action. Sorry. <laughs> I got this already. <laughs> See, and that, that's very important to understand. So here's, here's, here's what he's saying, the same thing also, that that sacrifice is, is beyond the time. And that's, that's the, 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 the defense that we say for people who say like, you, how come no Christ, he said, I, he offered himself only one time. So how come in the liturgy, you keep offering Christ every time? Like we're not offering a new sacrifice. We're bringing the same sacrifice, the same living sacrifice, right? Because the action is continuous without regard to the, to the time. And that explains why, again, as he said, that he continues to be our redeemer, our mediator, right? Intercessor. So that is, that is happening. That is continuous to happen also. So that's what he's talking about here. Therefore, or again, let, let's just read from, from 11 to 14 again, uh, just to kind of uh, stick with the time. But one Christ appeared as a high priest of the good things that have come. So number one, he is saying that, that he is coming with what? Good things. What are those good things? Everything, exactly. The better thing, the salvation, the better hope, the better covenant, the idea that I can actually Anywhere, anytime, I'll be in his presence, right? He's not limited to a place, right? 
the altar of the heart, right? So that's what he's saying, that he is the high priest with the good things, good things that have come then through the greater and more perfect tent, which is his body, right? He entered once for all into the holy places, not by means of the blood of goats, because as we said before, the blood of goats and hyphen, and all those things are not sufficient, right? Remember that we said the completion, the perfection, you'll see this repeated several times in Hebrews. Perfect, you come in, always there. He entered once for all, not by means of the blood of goats and cows, but by means of his own blood, thus securing an eternal redemption. This is very important also. Securing eternal redemption. What does that mean? Hmm? Sealed, secured, right? Look. Exactly, exactly. Yes, that, that covenant again, right? Remember before he said that that's sealed by the promise and by the oath, remember? And we talked about that. So he is saying that this is sealed. This is secured. That redemption is secured. And this is a very, very, very yeah, good, good and, and, and big question to us who always doubt. Like, I don't know if I'm saved or not. I don't know if I'm forgiven or not. You know, I don't know if all those things. And all those things are, are again, I'm not saying that that means that, this, okay, I'm just going to, you know, you know, sit back and relax and, 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 and forget about everything. No, I still have to work my salvation in fear and trampling. That, that as, as simple says. But at the same time, it is secured. It is secured. And not only secured for, for certain times, secured for what? Eternal. Eternal. So the, 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 the uh, revealing is through the Holy Spirit. He is coming with the good things, which is being able to be in his presence all the time, being able to call him father, and he, we are his children, that this is secured through eternal, through eternal redemption. For if the blood of goods and bulls and the sprinkling of defiled persons with the ashes of a heifer sanctify for the purification of the flesh, how much more will the blood of Christ do? And this is, this is the understanding of it. And that's, that's, again, you know, always, always, you know, when we read this, always relate this to the Eucharist, because that's, that's, you know, that's what we do. That's what we do, the body and the blood of the Lord. We're not just symbol, we're not just like, okay, no, this is, this is the, what he's talking about. It's the same blood, same tent, same body, right? And that's why this is much more, again, much more will be the blood of Christ who threw. That's why later on he said, if they, you know, break the, the law, under the, the one or two witnesses, they will do this and this and this. So how much more will be the punishment for him who trends or steps on the blood of Christ? Very, very harsh text later on in Hebrews also. In Hebrews uh, 10, verse, verse 29. 28 and 29. Very, very harsh text. Very harsh text. But because why? Why, why is that? Because of the of the of the of the value again we're not talking about blood of animals talking about the blood of christ himself right. so how much more will be will the blood of christ who through the eternal spirit offered himself without blemish to god purify our conscience from dead works to serve the living god 
So here, in order to serve him with pure heart, what do we need? Based on this, on this last verse. Hmm? The, the Holy Spirit works through what? How much more will the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit, offered himself without blemish to God, purify our conscience from that works to serve the living God? So in order, let's take it backward, in order to serve the living God, serve here meaning worship, right? So to worship God with a pure conscience, what do we need? The blood of Christ through the Holy Spirit. That's what he says, right? The blood of Christ who through the eternal spirit offered himself without blemish to God. And that's exactly what we pray at the end of each liturgy. Exactly, right? Purify our conscience, our hearts, our... our, our right? So again, the idea of, okay, you know what? I, I, I am not able to purify my heart in order to worship him in purity, right? But that's why I'm in need for what? For his blood, for his spirit, for his tent, for his body, right? So it, it brings, brings, brings the whole concept of worship and the whole, the whole purpose of, 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 of having a relationship is to, with God is to worship God. Right? How can I worship God? Through just do's and don'ts? Because that's not enough. It's not going to do you anything. They've done it before, but it wasn't perfect to clear the conscience. Okay? But in order to have that, 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 that strong, real relationship and worship, that is all through what? Through his blood. In a practical way, through me coming to him as the one that's in need, the one that is sick, the one that is dead, and coming to take what? The medicine, the immortal, the medicine for immortality, as we call it. Yeah. The way Adam he said, right? That's what it's called. That's what the Eucharist is called. The medicine of immortality. Right? I, I've showed you this last thing. I've showed you this icon before. The, the, the what is it? The, no, which bird is it? Yes, yes. Hmm? No. Al-Baga'a, what is the Baga'a in English? No. Swan, thank you. The swan. The swan who, who, uh, who uh, uh, injures herself in order to feed the babies. Why is that? Because the babies, when they are attacked by, by uh, the, 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 the poison and the snakes, the blood of the swan has some kind of antibodies that, that, that helps. Uh, uh, I yes. So, so she would, she would, the, the swan will injure uh, or cut herself and then, and then uh, feed the, the, the little ones from her own, uh, from her own uh, blood so that they give, give them the immortality, the life. Yeah. 
No, no. Um, I know. We're, we're almost done, so there is no point in that. Um, yes. Um, um, I'll, I'll, I'll find it and send it to you guys. I don't have it right now. But it's, it's very, this is, this is the actual concept of, of the whole thing. This is the actual concept of the whole thing of, of being with the blood of Christ in order to, 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 to surrender in order to, uh, this one guy. Behind the uh, the TV. No, it is a swan. Yes. Um, so that, that's what St. Paul is talking about, right? That's what this is all about. No, good. Very good. Yes, thank you. So that's, if we get something out of this, this is what we want to get. This is what we want to get, which is the, the idea again of what are we holding on to? And, and back again to, 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 uh, to the thought of what do we need? And why do we leave the original and go back to the, to the shadow of things, right? Why do we do that? It's... Uh, should be right on the screen right now. So let, let's stop at this point now, as far as, as, as chapter nine, uh, but, but it's, it's very important to understand that, understand that idea of, of you know, the things that they were holding on to is again, not going to, to do anything. And appreciating again, knowing that we need to hold on to uh, the, 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 ask the Holy Spirit to really come and to give us the illumination so we can see, so we can have the faith in order to be able to move on from, from just holding on to the, of the materialistic things into the, the heavenly things that, that we have in him. Questions? Answers? Anything? Okay, can you see it now? There it is. Oops, there we go. No, I don't want this. Is. <laughs> yeah, there it is. It comes. There you go. Yeah. So this is this is exactly what what that is. You know, it's it's the idea of of uh, of that uh, the 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 blood that saves, right? The blood that saves. Then. Baga, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Baga. Pelican is not, it's not the swan. Yes, yeah. But that's that's the whole idea. I just wanted to to show you this. This is the whole idea. This is exactly what Saint Paul is talking about here. That you know, if the blood of animals was able to do this, how much more would be the blood of Christ, right? And to take it as a as a very uh, practical way is this is what we need to hold on to in the midst of the tribulation, in the midst of, of the struggle, in the midst of being down 
uh, and not able to continue and to function and to, to, to have that power, he's saying that this is, this is something old, again, the high, priest that, the high priest that comes with the, with the good things, with the good things that we have. Both into the same thing, yeah, but they're not the same. No, no, pelican is not the same as uh, as uh, swan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Questions? All right. Thank you. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, Son, the Holy Spirit, Lord, Lord, thank you, Lord, for this time. Thank you always for allowing us to come, Lord, and uh, surround uh, each other and be you be in the midst of us, Lord, that uh, you, you, you teach us how, how you open all the, the, the gates for us, Lord, that, uh, that uh, nothing that limits uh, your presence and nothing that uh, takes us away from being in your presence, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for uh, your, your, your blood and your body, Lord, that you uh, shed on the cross for each one of us, Lord, that we can be purified. And we stand blameless in front of your Father, Lord, by, by the sanctification of your blood, Lord. I pray for my brothers and sisters. Pray that uh, we use uh, that text, Lord, in order to live with it, to give us the faith and give us the love, Lord, that we can believe, Lord, that uh, what we have and who we have and who we are, Lord, is, uh, is greater than anything else, Lord. Hear our prayer and supplication, Lord, for prayers of all your saints in your name. Hear us when we pray, sing our Father who art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom. Amen. Have a good night, guys. Thank you. Thank you, Abuna. Thanks, Abuna. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Nora. Thanks, Stephanie.